You're listening to Source Daily. Join us Monday through Friday to stay up to date on what's happening in North Central Ohio. We'll be sharing a closer look at one of our top stories, along with other news, local history, memorials, answers to your questions, and more. Today, demolition has begun on the former Westinghouse A building. So what comes next in Mansfield? Before we begin, we'd like to thank our friends and sponsors at Stutz Fresh Market, located at 184 Main Street in Belleville. Head over and shop for great prices on meats, produce, and delicious food your family will love. Or shop online and find coupons and savings at stutzfreshmarket.com. Now our feature story. Bart Hamilton, the Richland County Treasurer and Land Bank Chair, was one of many to watch as demolition began Monday on the former Westinghouse A Building. The former A Building at 200 East 5th Street, along with the 13-acre concrete parcel just to the east and a nearby vacant building, were all obtained by the Land Bank and are part of a $4 million demolition and cleanup effort. The demolition will take 6 to 10 weeks. Now, Hamilton is already thinking about what's next. But what comes next on the sites, largely vacant since Westinghouse ended local operations in 1990, may hinge on what's in the ground beneath the buildings and concrete in terms of contamination. At worst, Hamilton said the site will become a grassy field, rather than the eyesore that has dominated the eastern side of the city for more than three decades. But it can be so many more things. It all starts with getting that building and concrete out of the way. Richland County Commissioner Tony Vero, a land bank board member who helped spearhead the group last year that led to Monday afternoon's efforts, said the Westinghouse project was just one of four taking place in Mansfield. So we're going to be short and sweet today, but we have a a couple remarks. Uh, As Bart said, this has been a a long time coming. So um, I kind of thought I'd kick it off, if you guys don't mind. Uh, I received a text on December 1st from a friend of mine. She moved out of Mansfield to take a new job in about 2012, and she just randomly sent me a text that I felt was appropriate for today. She said, downtown looks lovely. I'm having dinner tonight at Uncle John's, and the park is festive. It's the same place I remember, but with heart showing through. And I felt that text was appropriate because this has been a long time coming. I think it underscores and resonates today the growth that is taking place in and around downtown Mansfield. Um, It's a $4 million project, Um, a lot of money, but it's actually just one of four projects taking place right now that seriously underscores just the return, the the promise, just a lot going on at one time. This is just one of four projects, and I've Google mapped it within 3.7 crow fly miles of that building right there. You have the Mansfield Bike Trail Connect. You have the Ohio West End Target Area Project running along Ohio Health. And you have the soon coming Main Street Corridor Beautification Program plan. That is 24 and a half million dollars of projects underway right now taking place in our county's largest city. Vero explained that there is a lot of good going on right now in our community, and a lot of that doesn't happen without the hard work of a lot of people. One of those people was Aurelio Diaz, the 5th Ward City Council representative whose ward includes the Westinghouse properties. Diaz is also excited to get developers in and finally build things that people have been talking about. 
State Representative Marilyn John, a former Richland County Commissioner, was also present on Monday. She recalled a conversation with other community leaders in 2017 when the Westinghouse site was first discussed. Finally, longtime Land Bank board member Jeff Parton, business development officer at Park National Bank in Mansfield, closed the ceremony with a challenge. He reiterated that they're looking for ideas. What could this be next? It could be mixed use. It could be high-tech manufacturing. It could be an arena. It could be anything. Before we continue, we'd like to thank our friends and sponsors at RFME Insurance. RFME is committed to protecting you and your family through some of life's most precious and difficult moments. Whether you're looking for home, health, auto, or life insurance, RFME is here to help. Call 419-524-8411 to learn more. Next, some local history. Did you know that Mansfield native Lewis Bromfield was a famous writer and conservationist? After studying agriculture at Cornell, working for a time on his grandfather's farm, journalism studies at Columbia, and action in World War I, he began his career in New York and Paris. A best-selling novelist in the 1920s, he reinvented himself as a farmer in the late 1930s and became one of the earliest proponents of sustainable and organic agriculture in the United States. He won the Pulitzer Prize in 1927 for his novel Early Autumn, founded the experimental Malabar Farm near Mansfield, and played an important role in the early environmental movement. Next, her statistics may not as be as eye-popping as those belonging to some of her teammates, but Addie Turnbaugh's value isn't measured in goals or assists. The area's Girls Soccer Player of the Year is the glue that held the Ontario Warriors together. A senior jack-of-all-trades, Turnbaugh was selected to the All-Ohio First Team in Division II by the Ohio Scholastic Soccer Coaches Association. She scored nine goals and added nine assists this fall while playing primarily on defense. In addition to being selected to the All-Ohio First Team, Turnbaugh was chosen as the Mid-Ohio Athletic Conference Player of the Year. She was a first-team selection on the North Central Ohio Scholastic Soccer Coaches Association All-District Team. Finally, we'd like to take a moment to remember the life of Judith Carolyn Thiessen. She was born in Portsmouth, Ohio, and graduated from Mansfield Senior High School. She had resided in Mansfield and Marietta, Ohio, and spent nearly 20 years in Somerville, South Carolina, before returning to Mansfield in 2018 to be closer to her children. Judy was a talented artist and decorator. She painted in many media, principally oil and watercolor, although she also drew and sketched in charcoal and pencil. She was a gourmet cook and enjoyed preparing food for her family and guests. Interior decorating was her passion, always having a project in progress, and one lined up soon afterwards. Judy loved gardening and feeding her birds. She enjoyed traveling with her husband, celebrating Christmas, decorating for Halloween, and baking pumpkin pies. Above all, people who met or knew Judy will remember her for her fun-loving disposition and wonderful sense of humor. She will be deeply missed by her family and her constant canine companion, Lily. Judy is survived by two children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and three siblings. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Judy's life. You can submit an obituary for free on Richland Source. To learn more, click the link in our show notes or visit richlandsource.com obituaries submit. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow. Also, make sure to head over to richlandsource.com and click the Be a Member button to help support independent local journalism that informs and inspires. Every contribution goes to helping us make Richland County a better place and to help keep our journalism free. Also, if you like this podcast and want to hear more, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts.